The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. Let me say thank you to all of you who uh, prayed for me yesterday. It My day went fairly smooth, and we got all the interviews in. Going to be having those tomorrow and Friday, so they will not be a live show. They'll be what we recorded yesterday. Uh, we're going to be having tomorrow Professor... Uh, David Clements and his wife Erin on to talk about the uh, collapse of the building in Surfside, tie that back into WT7 and and some things like that. So you're going to have a former prosecutor and a structural engineer to come alongside one another and really examine that. And I think you're going to find it very informative. That's going to be tomorrow, Lord willing. 
And then um, on Friday, we're going to have um, Greg Quinlan from New, uh, GardenStateFamilies.org. And Greg it was formerly involved in the uh, homosexual lifestyle, uh, the sin of homosexuality. And he's going to come on and talk about that. I told you we'd bring on the male version, the female version, that to oppose this whole pride nonsense. And Greg is a great guest He's got a lot of experience, not only pr- before he met Christ, but even after his, um, you know, repentance and such, and uh, what he's doing with people to try to to encourage them to come out of that particular sin and uh, to help them in that, as well as other people also. But uh, those are coming up tomorrow and Friday. You don't want to miss those. Um, again, we do that all for you, and I want to thank you for your prayers because, again, I, I wasn't sure how I was going to do it with the workload I already have, but uh, was able to get that done, and so thank you for that. Now, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to join us on the video portion of the radio show, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, scroll down on the right side of the page. We are streaming live there, second video down. Uh, you can enlarge that. You can see the face is made for radio. Yep, the Chia Pet is going on. You know, I don't know if I'm getting older. It seems like it's growing slower, but <laughs> but it is filling in. It's a whole lot more white than it is salt and pepper before. But anyway, uh, we're working on that too. The video above that is from Bradley's show yesterday. That will go live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and you can check that out at sunsolibritymedia.com. Also right above that is where you can enter your email for our newsletter. Be sure to sign up. We don't rent your email, sell it, spam it. Or anything like that. You get one email from us a day, including the um, morning show uh, archives. So please be sure to sign up for that. Now, final thing is, we don't ask for money, but it costs money to do everything we do. So if you would like to help us out and you're able to do so, and you want to do so, there is a donate button. TopofSonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can make a one-time donation. And there is also the ability to partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And so you can click on that as well. And then our store is available. And I didn't pull this up, but I'm going to as soon as the ad goes away. <laughs> and uh, we have our Sons of Liberty dog tags on uh, with a special this week. Okay. So when you go to our store, and you slide down, and I don't know why the uh, the page loads this way. This is a, a company we use for the store, uh, Squarespace, but usually I have to stop it, and it has to refresh. And in any case, the dog tags are at the bottom of the page. You can also go into categories. I can't do it here because I'm in the uh, the back end kind of it, so it gets mix, messed up with all the other stuff. But they're down at the bottom. We have silver and we have black. They say the Sons of Liberty, 1 John 3.18. They're normally $8. But if you check, if you get any of these before midnight on Saturday and you enter the promo code LOVE, L-O-V-E, in the, in the promo code at checkout, you'll get 15% off of there. Okay? All right. So I uh, just want to let you know that. And, uh, again, we appreciate your support very much. Now, this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. So, as always, we bring on with us the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, hello there. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. I'm great. Now, before the show, um, I'm kind of fixing stuff up here. Lynn's fixing her hair. And (laughs) so uh, (laughs) people don't see the behind the scenes. And sometimes there's some funny behind the scenes. I kind of wonder... 
if there's a way I could record. And then sometimes with guests and things, we could do a blooper reel. I think some of it would be kind that of funny. That might be hilarious. <laughs> it really, it really should, but oh well. <laughs> well, what do you, what do you got for us today? Because we're talking about the latest Biden administration overreach, yeah. states kowtowing to it, and all the money that's being spent unconstitutionally for what? Under the guise of the invisible boogeyman? Yeah, yeah. More is not always better. And speaking of that, if you would show that image, um, I wanted to tell folks just a little bit about this particular image um, that I sent Tim yesterday for the show. And I told him, you know, when we talked about it today, that this is what I kind of was basing everything off of. All right. If you can't see it, you have a tiny boat. You have one hippo waving a red flag down there going danger, danger. And then you have all these hippos jumping on this little boat. And it says at the bottom, more is not always better. Now, way back when, uh, it was probably 1973 or four, Tim, I was um, in middle school and we used to get these flyers at school that had all these books you could get and posters and, you know, through Scholastic. And this was before they were in the Common Core machine. But anyway, for like two bucks, you could buy that poster. You want to give a, a, a guess as to how much that thing is worth now? Uh, I have no idea. $44. What? <laughs> On eBay, if you went to buy it right now in mint condition, it'd be $44. And you know, when I had it hanging up on my wall in my bedroom, it wasn't, oh, yes, I'm going to keep it, you know, forever, ever. And it's going to, you know, really come into all this, you know, worth. It was the fact that I really thought the picture spoke volumes. And the more that I have done all this research, that image kept coming back to me. But I found out that the artist is an American Lithuanian artist who's still alive. And he created this back in the 70s, of course. And I'm going to not say his name because I really don't know how you say it. But it's David. And here's how you spell the last thing. P-O-V-I-L-A-I-T-I-S. So just a little bit of fun there to to poke at the the Common Core machine, um, even though he didn't create that poster to poke at the common core machine so <laughs> well, anyway well i, I maybe somebody maybe somebody was doing some common core math to determine the value of that i, I don't know I, I don't know i just i have always loved that particular image just because of the satire of it but yeah and and what we're what we're seeing now is the uh, clown machine in the administration has continued on it just changed hair color oh my goodness oh my goodness well <laughs> What what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? So let's let's talk about the 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 real monster here um, okay. that we're we're seeing coming out of the the now the illegitimate Biden administration. Again, we we keep leaving these people in there that we know have no business in there, and uh, you know this is one of the things when I was mentioning Professor David Clements. That's one of the mm-hmm. things he's focused on is this whole election fraud and uh, and the election integrity or non integrity, if you will. And right. so now that we have that, we've got, uh, I mean, it's worse than just all of this stuff that we're fixing to look at. It's We have an entire Ill- illegitimate administration, a criminal administration, uh, who is pushing this stuff. Not that when we had a legitimate one, they weren't pushing this stuff, because they were too. 
And, I was going to um, say, this has been yeah, going on for years, legitimate yeah. or illegitimate. Right. It doesn't matter. That's right. Okay. <clears throat> there are several uh, recent press releases from the United States Department of Education, which we know right off the bat is unconstitutional. So talk about illegitimate. Um, but we have the America Rescue Plan, and you and I have done a couple of shows on that before, but it's what's known as the ESER funding, and that stands for Elementary and Secondary State Emergency Relief Funds. Now, it tells you in this this first uh, press release, Tim, that while $18 billion already went to all 50 states in the name of COVID relief for education, because, oh, yes, throwing money at a problem really is going to fix it, that we now have the states are having to go back and kind of play mother may I with the Department of Education to the effect that we now have seven states who have had their uh, new education COVID-proof plans approved, and those states are Arizona, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, and the District of Columbia. Now, these are separate from that $81 billion that's already happened that you and I have already discussed. Okay, so we have 40 more states, Tim, who have submitted their Mother May I plans to, this, to the feds. And uh, we're going to give you the information on where you can look at these particular plans. But um, what do you think some of the funding is going for this new round of funding? Well, I'll tell you, for summer learning and enrichment to increase COVID awareness as well as the vaccination. And it is, I kid you not, this is a quote from the press release, an unprecedented infusion of federal resources. Well, that's that's no, I mean, that's no surprise that that's coming out. That's this is the agenda they've been pushing. And you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the conversation I had with uh, my representatives down at the South Carolina State House a couple of years back, where you know they're wanting to push for a constitutional convention. And I'm like, well, if you can't stop taking the federal money, which is what mm-hmm. you're talking about here, if you can't mm-hmm. do that. Then what business do you have talking about cha- you know changing anything in the Constitution? First, learn to reject the government cheese, as it were. But they're not doing that. And you're naming off some of these places, like Arizona. Arizona's having you know I thought it was considered a conservative state, and yet they don't see they don't see the problem here with taking these federal dollars, allowing the feds in on the issue of education either. Not because you have an idiot like Representative Andy Biggs who's out there going, school choice, school choice, have the money, follow the kid. No, that's not going to work because you and I have discussed this I don't know how many times. There is no school choice under the Every Student Succeeds Act. It's a moot point. And anytime you set up a child to have money follow them, that is an automatic data raping tool. Yep. Yep. Can, okay. can, can you take a second, though, because some people are going to go, well, wait a minute. I choose where I go to school. Explain to them what why that's why that's not why that's what a school, fallacy. Yeah. Why it's a fallacy. Okay. Yep. OK. Page 17 of the Every Student Sees Act clearly stated that all education, not all K through 12 public education, all education had to be aligned to the same post-secondary readiness standards as laid out in the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity. Act. 
So that right there levels your school choice. And the reason why is because all the funds, Tim, funnel through that one mandate to make everything across the board the same. So it doesn't matter if you go to a charter school, to a magnet school, to an AP school, an IB school. It doesn't matter if you go to a church-based um, school or even in your homeschooling because the government has infiltrated every education choice out there to make it the same for what? Workforce prep, not academic prowess. Yeah, and let me add on to that. Even though they're requiring that of homeschoolers, at least the homeschoolers can say can basically tell the government to take a hike because <laughs> they're they're going to determine what they're going to teach their kids. I mean, I, I realize they're putting that on us, but it's our job to resist that tyranny and we can teach our kids what we want to teach them. Nobody comes to my house and sees what we're teaching our kids. Nobody does that. Right. And I understand that. Yep. But here's what we're seeing is that the window of that opportunity is getting smaller and smaller. All right. Think about all the, the people, you know, who homeschool, but yet Johnny and Susie go to dual enrollment. That's in the common core machine right there. OK, think about all those who have an IEP and are taking government funds. That's the common core machine right there. Think about all the ones who participate in the library and museum programs. They're going to be hit not only with the common core machine, but the, the UN STEM and STEAM and all that kind of stuff. So it's in our communities for a reason. And that's another mandate that was in the Every Student Succeeds Act, that the communities as a whole had to align with everything that was going on, because after all, it's on the community that uh, Johnny and Susie succeed, not on mom and dad, on the community. So there's your whole village idiot mess going on. Uh, uh, Lynn, that's a, bef before yes. we get into this, we've got a, we've got a yes. question here. Lori's asking, sure. can the county board set ordinances for the schools in the county? I think they can. I'm sorry, what was the question? <clears throat> can the county board set ordinances for the schools in the county? And I think they can. Um, yeah, they can. Yeah. And, and those will, by and large, also encroach on your homeschooling. So unless unless you're the one having unless you're the one having the influence to say, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, we played Adam Heikla uh, speaking. He's going right. around all kinds of school boards in uh, in Michigan and and calling that, you know, being the church, going to the gates of hell, as it were, mm -hmm. and prevailing mm -hmm. over them. And so well, I, I think that's the thing right. that people have to go in. And they've got to make their representatives understand that you work for me and you're not going to bring this stuff yep. in on our family or our county here. You've got to do what we elected you to do. And it wasn't to work for the U.N., for the illegitimate administration mm -hmm. that's in there now or for the feds in, in general. Well, we also need to understand, even if you don't, even if you are successful in staying totally out of the system, okay, you still pay taxes and the lion's share of those taxes go where to your local yep. public That's education right. system from birth to adult. Okay. Now with that said, if you would open up the press release for, I know we talked about the, the emergency funds and we'll go back to that, but I wanted everyone to see, this is probably about the sixth or seventh email I've gotten of more Biden Harris appointees. Now, appointees, we know, are people that we, the people, don't put into office, but those who are in charge do put into office. We have a lot of state departments of education who, instead of letting you elect who represents you, 
they appoint. So here we have it coming from a federal level. And uh, I tell you, if you look at some of the bios for some of these, this latest round, you're going to see the college board is named as former employment uh, agencies for some of these people. Now, the reason that should be a red flag is because college board, David Coleman, Common Core, all those high stakes assessments, the ACT, the SAT, you know, the CLEP, all those. And again, every education choice uses those. Those are all Common Core aligned. So here we have them saying, okay, we're not going to hide anymore where these people are coming from. I'm just going to go in here and I'm going to pick out all these people who can do my agenda from all these Common Core machine members and I'm going to throw them in the Department of Education. Now, the reason I wanted to bring this up was not only that, Tim, but if you will look at the next one, this is for student aid, okay? We've got more, oh, and look, they're even what? Experienced leaders. Experienced leaders in what? Student <clears throat> debt? Yeah. I no, mean, well, they're, no they're, they're, they're not leaders. They're pretended leaders. They're people who... Um, have, have done all kinds of things that these communists and socialists want to bring in and push on us. That's what they're experiencing. Right. And this is also expanding the financial aid department. Now, Biden just announced, uh, let's see here, what was it, last week? I think it was last week, that he was canceling over $55 million in student debt because of these bogus post-secondary colleges that are out there that are pretty much setting up money-making scams. And I know there are, you know, there are uh, bad colleges out there, okay? There are bad schools everywhere. But the point of it is, you cannot just magically wave a wand and I'm canceling $55 million of student debt, because guess what? Someone's got to pay that back. Well, of course. I mean, who better than to just, you know, stick it, pin the tail on the American people here and stick them with the bill that they that these these administrations in Congress have been authorizing for decades unconstitutionally, by the way, folks. There's nothing in our Constitution that allows for uh, the federal government to take the people's money and to dole it out in grants or uh, loans or any of this stuff, and they definitely don't have any authority pertaining to education, as we've said over and over and over in the Tenth Amendment. It clearly Absolutely. forbids them to be engaged in that. So they're committing right. a fraud on the people. They're using counterfeit money, and it is counterfeit money. It isn't even, it isn't even money. I mean, mm-hmm. we we got to get out of that mindset of even saying it's money because the 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 paper that they're printing is not money. It's a piece of paper. It's an IOU. Yeah, but- it's a, it's already debt when they give it to you. And instead of going with constitutional money, that's how they're able to do this, Lynn. They're not sticking with constitutional money because the constitutional money is limited. It's gold and silver. Whereas right, this paper, this they can all, print all, all Right, but this all ties back to that student data rate because it's going to set up the digital Bitcoin, the blockchain, and it's going to tie you to indentured servitude. Now, Tim, I know it's out of order, but if you'll go to the second to the last link so we can show everybody this um, this press release from the U.S. Department of Education about Biden canceling all that debt. 
Okay, three additional institutions. All right, there it is right there. And so, you know, here's the question. Who's going to absorb that debt? Well, it might be you and I, but if you go to, and I don't really like using this resource, but it was one of the most accurate examples that I could find from CNBC. It tells, their article tells you, here's how it may work. And supposedly the way it's going to work is let's say you have a loan, Tim, and you can't pay it back, but under this plan, it got canceled. So what happens is that whatever your debt is now becomes taxable income on your income tax that you will have to report and pay taxes on if you, you know, need to pay taxes on your personal uh, tax return for this next year. However, what if you're a student who doesn't have to pay taxes or has no income to be taxed? Well, what happens then? They don't have a tax form to fill out. They can't use it as taxable income. They can't pay taxes on it. So guess what? It comes back to you and I. And that article is, uh, that'll be in the archives as well. But that's basically what the example is. That's a horrible thing. Well, <clears throat> I'm noticing here on this, you know, you're, you're mm-hmm. talking about the, um, uh, th- this little thing right here it goes way beyond 55.6 million i mean this is the current thing right but it, look at look at look at what it says just so people get a get an idea of what's gone on so far these borrowers will receive 100 percent loan discharges resulting in approximately 55.6 million relief this brings the total loan cancellation based on borrower defense by the biden administration to over 1.5 billion dollars for nearly 92,000 borrowers so we again, we have the federal government stealing our money, giving it to somebody else, and then saying, "Hey, you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay it back. We're just going to let that well, here, go." All right, but here's another question: Going along on the blockchain and all this digital credentials and all this stuff that this is actually setting up because you know the money's phasing out. Okay, let's say I had that student debt. I couldn't pay it. It got it got canceled. Where on that social credit system does that now put me? Am I still going to be an indentured servant to the government or am I going to be able to be somewhere up on the that social credit ladder? You see where I'm going? So this is yeah. a question no one's asking that we should be. Where is this really going to put us? Because we know the government's not doing this out of the benevolence of its heart. It's doing it for an agenda, which is to help set you up for what? Government nanny state. That's right. Well, that's exactly right. And now I think it's this month they're starting to roll out those payments for people with children. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a ridiculous amount of money. They're going to start. Look, guys, this is socialism. It's coming in so fast that most people aren't even don't even recognize it. Those covid relief payments, they were socialism, too. All of that stuff is doing that. And and so this is just another facet of of the socialist perspective when they're going right. to push this in on us. And this is further proof that the UN's choice of using education as the number one tool for change agents for America is playing out. And I wish people would see that because they're just, you know, continuing to, to just, Oh, well, you know, I got to get out there and I got to fight the vaccine or I got to get out there and I got to fight this or I got to fight that. Why are you not fighting up back against this education system, which rolls in the vaccine and all this other stuff? 
Well, I think it, I, it's like I've said before. I think when you start talking education, people yawn. They don't see it as the red meat that's tossed out there. They're coming after our guns. They're going to come to our front door. Um, all this, uh, they don't see what's behind it that's brought it to that. And I, I think for many people, they just education is. Hey, I send my kids to school. And I know a lot of people are, are kind of watching what's going on with their kids. They help them with homework and all this other stuff. But but basically, they don't see that as the catalyst for why all this other stuff is coming in. And I think it's I think it's the foundation of why everything is coming in. I think you do, too. That's right. why you're so passionate about what you do. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's show everyone what the U.S. Department of Education used to look like. It's that link, Tim, that says it's the organizational chart from 2010. It's uh, netgage, netage.com, I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. In 2010, this is about the time the Common Core machine rolled into to America. That was your Department of Education. Now, it's still, even in 2010, shouldn't have been there. But I want you to notice it's not that big, is it? All right. Let's look. And this is to try to illustrate how much it's been expanded since then, not just under the Biden administration, but under all the administrations that uh, we've seen since Carter set this up. But especially from 2010, when the Common Core machine was just showing up to now. So that would be the next one. Okay, That's it now. And I don't know if we can do it side by side, but that's how much it's grown. And in the resources, you'll be able to click on these links and you can see for yourself just how much it has expanded and in what offices it has expanded. Yeah, I can't do a side by side, but I'm just kind of going back and forth just so people get an idea. Even at that, even at this one right here. It's yeah. it's it's like guys, this is unconstitutional. Think about the billions of dollars every year right. it costs to run the bureaucracy of this, and then consider it here, and all of it's unconstitutional. Every president presiding over the the um, the Department of Education from Carter till now is guilty of a crime of violating the the Constitution, the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution, and so is every member of Congress who voted for anything related to education. Guys, this isn't just Democrats, as we've talked about before. This is Republicans doing it, too, and all of them are committing crimes against us and our children. It's the myopic circus. It is not just a Democrat problem. It is not just a Republican problem. It's a libertarian, Democratic, uh, Republican problem. People problem is what it is. And, you know, every congressman and woman from the time of Carter forward who has written legislation to expand the Department of Education has exactly committed treason. And we have let them because we don't hold them accountable. That's right. And I I think uh, Suzanne has made the mention that the devices have gotten smarter and the people Mm -hmm. have gotten dumber. And I think the people don't know. I listened, you know, we, we talked about this before during the, even the Trump administration, I listened to people justify, you know, their guy up there doing unconstitutional things. And, but now when you change it over to the Biden administration, they'll call that out in a heartbeat. And it's like, of course. Well, are you thinking of- to apply this across the board? Because all of these people work for the people. They don't well, work for themselves. 
Right, but let's stop and review, okay? COVID didn't come about under exclusively the Biden administration. It started in the Trump administration, and he was the numbskull who started a lot of this education overreach with all his executive orders to expand apprenticeships for workforce-based education or more United Nations through the expanding of STEM or or, uh, the education supposed choice vouchers. So do not tell me it is just the Biden administration because no, it's not. That's right. Okay. Sorry about that, but I just wanted to make that, that very strong point. Okay, the next uh, press release we want to look at are these uh, state emergency relief funds, because I want us to look at what the money is supposed to be giving these seven states who are now being trotted out as, oh, the poster po- poster states for this is how we do education right under COVID. Okay, so uh, if you'll scroll down, you should see the states, Tim, and basically what um, our Arizona's plan is going to bring about. Do I have the Do I have the right thing pulled up? This is the next one in line. I don't guess I have the right one pulled up. I apologize. There's no. No, no, no. That's okay. it. No, okay, there you go. Right this there. One. Okay. Yeah, I, I was I looking for the states. Yeah, I believe our first state is Arizona. Is it not? Uh, I could be wrong. It could be Arkansas. Arkansas. It's Arkansas. My apologies. It's not Arizona. It's Arkansas. My apologies. All right. What their money's going to get them? You ready? Tudor cores. What is that? We're going to have a core of tutors, and they're going to go across the state, especially looking for those at-risk learners. And remember, we've talked about how every student succeeds at redefined what at-risk is. That's anyone who's outside the public system not meeting government standards or anyone who's in the public system who's not meeting government standards. Now, okay. here's, here's something that's interesting. Yes. These states here... <clears throat> I don't know about Rhode Island, but most of these states claim to be conservative. They claim to be red state. Well, Massachusetts is not. Massachusetts and Rhode Island probably not. But the rest of them, what do we got? Five of them here, Texas, South Dakota, Utah, not Washington, D.C. either, uh, Arkansas. So we've got one, two, three. Yeah. We got four out of the seven that are supposed to be conservative. And look, guys, these are the guys taking the government cheese. How can they talk to you about being conservative, being constitutional, when they're taking uh, stolen money. I, I don't know any other right. way to say it. Taking right. stolen well, money. Well, I was on an interview last week and someone popped up and said, well, you know, uh, the conservative leaders, meaning our elected officials, are absolutely clueless when it comes to all this. And I was like, no, it's not that they're not. Cl- it's not that they're clueless. It's they've sold out. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Here. What's going on? So my apologies about mistaking Arizona for Arkansas because That's I know okay. they're totally different. <laughs> okay. Massachusetts is going to use their state emergency relief funds for skilled education for workforce ends via hands-on learning. So we're going to get more hands-on programs out there, not for academics, but for skill-based workforce training. And oh, Lynn, can, can we hit on, let's let the audience know, because the radio audience can't see this document. Right. Let, let's give them a flavor of what what kind of money we're talking about. Massachusetts okay. is getting si- over $611 million. Rhode what Island's that? getting over $138 million. Mm-hmm. Texas is getting over $4 billion. What did, what did Arkansas get for their two decor? 
Um, <clears throat> I think this isn't this part of that. These emergency funds. That was what I was looking at. Here. Yeah, I just didn't see Arkansas. Yeah, figure. over oh, over four hundred eighteen okay. million dollars. DC mm-hmm. gets over uh, gets almost one hundred twenty nine million dollars. Utah Good, gets two hundred and five million dollars, and South Dakota gets over one hundred twenty seven million dollars. So this is just a few. These are yeah. just seven states. Some are considered, you know, the blue states. Some are considered the red states. But the fact <sighs> of the matter, they're they're all taking all this stuff in together, and they seem just fine with it. And I think you're exactly right. They've sold out because it's easier to take the money than to put up a fight uh, mm-hmm. and say this is unconstitutional. We'll find another way to to get money, but this is well, unconstitutional here. Right, and they've bought into the lie that oh, we're leaving kids behind, or oh, they're they're uh, they've lost so much learning and and all this other kind of stuff during COVID. All right, Rhode Island is going to use their uh, mega bucks to expand summer learning, especially in your AP courses. So again, we're we're going after supposedly all the smart kids. Again, this doesn't matter if you're smart or not so smart. If you're in a public school or you're not, this is coming after you. South Dakota, re-engagement activities for those they deem are missing out in education. Not sure how they're going to accomplish who fits that category. Texas, High doses of tutor cores as well as job embedded learning. So anyone who tells me, well, Texas never had Common Core. Yeah, they did. They just rebranded it something else. All right, Utah, evidence-based summer learning and grants to your community for social and emotional manipulation. D.C., What their plan is going to get them is those out-of-school time youth uh, and your communities are going to get grants for evidence-based interventions for those youth who are out of school. Well, what can I say? I'm sitting here listening to you read this this off. I've looked at Mm -hmm. the numbers here. And if this were anybody else, they would be arrested. I mean, (laughs) if you and I tried to pull this off, we would be so under the jail. It would not even be funny. But our government has long since given, they tossed out the fact of what's constitutional or what's even moral. Because when we do it, it's called theft. When they do it, it's called taxation. And it's called relief. Investments. Resources and investments. Oh, poo. Okay. 40 more (laughs) states. 40 more states have submitted their plans. And Tim, if you'll go to that link so we can show everyone. And again, if you can't see this information, it will be in the archives. So that way, you know, let's say you don't live in any of those seven states we just talked about or the, the District of Columbia. Say you live in North Carolina like I do. Well, I looked at North Carolina's plan and, uh, Man, I tell you what, on page five of of our North Carolina plan. Is that where we want to go, page five on North Carolina plan? Yeah, if you would, please. I want folks to see that on page five, this gives the state the authority to charge the North Carolina Department of Agriculture the wherewithal to shift school lunches 
out of school and into the community. And if you've seen any advertisement lately, there's this summer break cafe where it's your community is setting up free lunches for the, uh, those kids who are out of school. Now, I'm not saying that we should not feed our our people, because that was something that we were charged with in the Bible, but it wasn't the government feeding the people. It was the people feeding That's the people. Right. That's or right. Or it was the church feeding the people. It was not the government. So there we see a big shift for that. But if you look, continue to look in the North Carolina plan, you're going to see that the number one priority for the state of North Carolina in the name of COVID state emergency relief funding is social and emotional learning. That's it. That's the number one priority because we don't have enough mind manipulation going on right now. We have to increase it. And I will tell you, it does not matter who's sitting in Raleigh, whether they are a Republican or a Democrat, they will get behind this. It's absolutely incredible here. Um, I'm looking at the the document that you've got here, and that's exactly yeah. what it talks about. Um, it, in fact, that's right here at the top, the SEL, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, the S. It includes a SEL crisis response website. Are we having a problem with social and you know social emotional learning? Is that is that a crisis? I mean, I, I'm yes, just. Yes, Tim, it's a crisis because we just don't know what to do. <laughs> the government's not telling us what to do. I, I'm just, I'm amazed. I'm making fun of it. I know, yeah. but it's serious. It I, is so serious. I'm amazed that that they take this and make it a crisis. Look, if it's a crisis, it's because they've made it a crisis. It, every, Absolutely. you know, our education system, decades ago, I'm talking about. Way, way back. I'm going to go back before Lincoln because I think Lincoln is the troublemaker here. Okay. I think Lincoln was the troublemaker in all of this. And as I've said before, Arnold Dabney, that on secular education, he's spot on as to what would come in. And we, we had a great education system. And in that, you know, 90, 90 to 95%, depending on whether you were city or rural, of the population. In the U, what was the United States, was literate. I don't think we can say that now, Lynn. I don't think we can say that. No, we can't. We absolutely can't. Now, I'm not just picking on North Carolina. Tim, you live in South Carolina, as you like to call it, so oh, occupied state. Yeah. So let's look at South Carolina's because there's something that's really sticking out in South Carolina's plan. Okay. When you get that ready, if you'll let me know, it's I think up. it's on the first page, I believe. Okay, this is the submitted plan for the state of South Carolina. And again, uh, we'll give you the link where you can access the other states as well. Now, this points out a massive data tracking or data raping system called Rally. And if you look very closely, you're going to see what's called the SMART goals. They should be... Um, measurable, and I can't remember the entire acronym, but um, I did an article back in 2017 where I talked about the SMART goals because I knew those were coming down the pike at some point, and here we have an emergency state plan in 2021 that's bringing up these SMART goals. All right, now hang on. Let me see if I can It's for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. There you go. Now, those will also tie to what's known as the hard goals. And those are 
heartfelt, animated, required, and difficult. Okay. Now, can you expound a little bit on this smart? What are each of these things? Because this is a new one for, for me uh, listening to right. you because you've talked about STEM and STEAM and all this. What, what right. are these things in a nutshell? What is this smart thing? Okay, they were originally designed for business. Oh, joy, here we have them in education. All right, Um, the University of Virginia, and this was back in 2017 from this particular article that I wrote about it, there's a document that you'll be able to access that will tell you how it went from business into higher education, and now, of course, it's trickled down into lower education as well. Basically, what it's doing, Tim, is it's building up the grit and the resilience, because Lord have mercy, we're not gritty enough and we're not resilient enough. Because if we were resilient enough, we could survive this COVID thing without a bunch of state money. Yeah, well, we would hope so, but uh, that's well, obviously I'm sorry, not I am being so sarcastic <laughs> today, but this, this stuff deserves it because one of the things that's in the SMART goals, and uh, when you get to the 2017 article, I encourage you to look at the big image for the SMART because underneath it will tell you it's from the lifelong learning labs. Oh, and where have we heard lifelong learning before, Tim? We've heard it here on this show, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Not a darn thing to do with education. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's got a, uh, and tied to this, uh, and South Carolina will be incorporating this because, of course, other states have as well. And remember, What happens in one state happens in all the other states. So this is not Vegas, okay? But one of the things you're going to see is that there's a 12-point grit scale that the state of Pennsylvania already uses for these smart and hard and grit and resilience goals. So, yeah, we're going to now put our South Carolinians through that kind of funnel under this plan. Yeah, so I, I, I want to go down. Explain. I want to go down there and shake some people. I mean, I really do. Yeah. But it. But again, they've bought into the lie that well, this is just this is the way things work, and we're mm-hmm. going to go ahead and we're going to allow it in. We're going to do it because it's the easy thing to do. We won't do mm-hmm. the hard thing and stand for what's right and uh, and not take the government cheese and not infringe on the people's rights. Instead, it's easier just to be a tyrant or a, a group of tyrants rather than yeah. to do the right thing. Absolutely it is. Well, now I did update the uh, hard and smart goals uh, from 2017, that article. I did update it in 2019. That will also be in the resources for everyone. Uh, But if you could go to that one, Tim, I wanted people to see the image, especially for the partnership for the 21st century skills. Um, Okay, which, which one is this? Is this your article here? This is the the one from 2019 about shifting. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. You jumped one on me. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. All right. Well, I've got it. Okay. Yeah. We did a show on this one. Yes, we did. I remember, I remember we were this. talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you'll scroll down, I want you to look for the image of the person's body and then their head is this supposed arch. There you go. That's it. That is what a lot of this BS is ushering in. And this is, if you can't see it, the person is uh, supposed to be flexible and adapt to anything the government tells it, takes initiative and self-directs. Well, we've heard that is supposed to work on a three-year-old, has cross-cultural social skills. In other words, is a social justice warrior, 
must produce and be accountable. We can't just be a person. You know, we have to produce and must be responsible. This is what is being has been set up through the Partnership for the 21st Century Skills. And that is uh, thanks to the United Nations. So, well, that's a, isn't yeah. that nice? Isn't is that it? So and look nice. at how they look at you, a headless person. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. guess who's got your brain? That's right. That's it. Well, that's what I'm thinking. They always yeah. show you. <clears throat> it's like um, there was a comedian. He was talking about the drug companies. He says this is all they see you is a mouth, a mm-hmm. throat, and mm-hmm. a middle part. <laughs> he said that's how they see you. Well, this this thing sees you as a body without a mind, without a face, without a head. And uh, they're right. gonna they're gonna make you into whatever they want they want you to be. All right. There's one thing I feel I need to stress um, because I know I've used the term a couple of times today, and I want to make sure that people understand exactly what I'm talking about when I say this. Um, I'm trying to find the one article because I did a graphic because I knew it was going to upset people. Uh, when I say data rape, what I mean by that is I am not trying to glorify the crime. I am trying to illustrate the fact that the the massive computer data tracking is just as criminal, and the similarities between the two are so eerily um, in our faces, but we're not looking at it. Okay, they're both done without your permission. That's the first thing. Okay, I can't find my particular image, but it is on my blog because I wanted to make sure that people understood that. Again, I'm not trying to glorify a a heinous act because it should not be. It should be punished uh, way more than it is. But this data stuff is just as bad, just as criminal and needs to be stopped just as much. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I just wanted to make sure we, we pointed that out because I have used that term a couple of times today, and I really just felt that someone needed to hear that. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's what I got for us today, dear. All right. Well, now there's a couple more uh, documents, and I guess we're sure. going to have uh, maybe that we're going to have uh, these in the archive. Yes. Uh, why don't you go for uh, it? Well, uh, hang on. This is actually dealing with what you were talking about before, and these mm-hmm. these are the state plans. So you were there getting they are. Yeah, yeah, you were getting that's... you were getting this off of the other the other document that we had as well. So these are all right. the states. This is all the funding. Look at this stuff, folks. Whatever mm-hmm. state you're in, find your state uh, and and see. We're talking millions and right. billions of dollars here. Well, Tim, why don't you show the figures? Well, why don't you tell us the figures for North Carolina and South Carolina since we did look at their plans? Just yeah, North bit. Carolina is three and a half, over three and a half billion, not million, billion dollars. That's North Carolina. Mm. South Carolina is over two billion dollars. Wow. Yeah. Oh my stars. Yeah, so. it's, this is this is absolutely. Oh. And then we oh oh I read Texas over twelve, almost twelve and a half billion dollars for Texas. Oh, I mean oh my goodness! But Ted Cruz is such a champion of the people, Tim. Yes, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. What 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 can, he, what can he, we say here? He got he got um, 
he got in league with uh, DeVos over those education savings accounts. But, uh, you know, I already knew he was part of the problem. So anyway. Yeah. And he okay. presents himself as Mr. Constitution. Remember that uh, just just because somebody says that and they may uh, help in one ruling that's somewhat yeah. decent, it doesn't go the full gamut. I don't think Heller went the full gamut. Uh, but just because he's done that and just because he's said or done some good things, I mean, it's you got to hold these people to the fire. And the reason you have to do it is because they're men. And the one thing that those who came before us understand that apparently Americans don't understand today is man is not basically good. He's basically bad. This is part of what we call total depravity. It's the doctrine of total depravity. And it doesn't total depravity doesn't mean that man is as bad as he could be, but it it renders the fact that he is a sinner before God. He can do nothing good. And by the biblical standard, which God sets that standard, he can do nothing good to please God in that. And so knowing that we know men are susceptible to bribery. We know they're susceptible to deception. We know they're susceptible to temptation. And Ted Cruz is no different than any of those other guys up there. They're all susceptible to this. This is why we have to call them out and hold them accountable and even remove them from office if we have to when they engage in such unconstitutional behavior. All right. That said, and I totally agree, we need to be looking forward because we're already hearing Trump DeSantis 24. And I'm going to tell you what, both of those people, have no business being our president or vice president. Uh, DeSantis is a liar, if ever there was one. And I know people are going to be upset when I say that. Yeah, on a couple of things, he has, has stood on, on the side of the people. But by and large, if you look at, at his ties to the DeVos family, to the Prince family, if you look at his ties to the Trump family and the Kushners and all those other people, you're not going to get a saving team who will make America anything but more aligned. That's exactly right. And smile at and smile while they're doing it. And smile the people, away, boys. and the people will cheer them on because they mm-hmm. have their political jersey on. That's all. That's, that's really all it is. And that's that. That's that mind control that you're talking about. That's what how we've yeah. been conditioned: left, right paradigm, Republican, Democrat, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And guys, I'm just telling you, Lynn's exactly right. Keep your eye on what goes on because. Those of you who were, hated us when we criticized Trump, you love us when we when we speak out against Biden, you're going to hate us again. Well, that that's okay, <laughs> because we're going to keep to the same compass, to the same foundation, and that's the Bible and the Constitution. And if they're not agreeing with that, then they are your enemies. They have made themselves the enemies of the people. Lynn, we got about 30 seconds. Tell people where they can find out more about you. Okay, CommonCoreDiva.com. If you feel so led as to financially bless my work, that would be super. I do have some pressing needs that are coming up, uh, some speaking engagements out of state, so that would be super. Also, pressing needs for prayer for my family. Uh, God knows what's going on, and we just really need that help. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, MeWe, USA.life. Uh, you can find me on localactivist.org. So get out there, get loud, get local, and let's save um, let's save our towns. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, in the morning, 6 a.m., we're going to be doing the pre-record. It'll be Professor David Clements and his wife, Erin. You don't want to miss that. We're going to be talking about that collapse, alleged collapse, uh, demolition down there in Surfside. (laughs) Don't miss that. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern today. See ya.